There is a principle which has been repopularized in the socio-scientific community lately, the Matthew Principle, named after the Gospel of St. Matthew, which states, For to all those who have, more will be given, Matthew 25, 29. It has been a strange phenomenon in humans since before our evolution and is present in most other animals before us, such as the lobsters. Those who lose, who are defeated, develop a mindset, a way of seeing life as a tragedy, as if the world was orchestrated in one large scheme to target you and only you, and that all hope, love, and happiness is ripped from your life or was never there to begin with. We all can claim to have one moment in our life where we crack and feel sorrow for ourselves. But most of us break this spell. We break this cycle of sadness and pain through responsibility and courage. And the strongest and most strong-minded of us can break it sooner than others. The idea that defeat is only a lesson is a lie. Defeat is painful. Defeat burns and can leave scars. No one likes to talk about it, but the reason you learn from defeat is because of that pain. So now, in this international moment of defeat, where nature itself has brought the modern world in a standstill and has broken down a lot of institutions and beliefs that we held, people and business leaders have developed a mindset, a defeated and afraid mindset to risk less and save more, to wait out the storm and fight when things return to their institutions. What those same people don't understand or are too afraid to come to terms with is that at this moment, when cycles are being created, when things are falling apart, that's when courage and risks are needed most. But are there people or businesses like that left who stand in opposition to the storm and dares to try. Well, today I would like to share with you two examples that I have come to know personally and professionally through this time, the Kennedy and Moss family. In the case of the Kennedy family, they are four sisters, Meryl, Chantel, Felicity, and Patches, who created Four Sisters Rice. Initially, the family was focused on the production and selling of rice to larger brands and companies such as Kellogg, Kashi, and Nutro. But it was this year, of all 51 years that the family had been in the rice business, that they decided to create their own brand, to put their name on their product because they wanted to make sure that Americans are getting the best quality rice in the best and most affordable form. They created a completely innovative type of packaging with different colors to ease the buying process and to be able to better categorize the different forms of rice that they sell. They created their website, making space accessible for customers to learn about their mission, understand their product, and mostly to help customers cook a tasty, simple, easy to make, healthy daily bowl of rice. This monumental step forward for them and their business was a great gamble, especially when a pandemic began spreading into the US during the first half of the year. In early March, they kickstarted their social media presence, released their website, and began selling both online and retail. Kennedy Family Did required confidence in their product, in their employees, and themselves, in what they know is true and what they know will succeed no matter what the environment becomes. Their personal experience and attachment to their product from being a longtime family company gave them that confidence. But the greatest value that the Kennedy family has ha always had was not the land or the product, but their valued, hardworking, and loyal employees. Some have been with them for decades providing the best quality labor for the best quality product. Those employees have been what the Kennedy family has had to work the hardest to provide their safety and to make sure that the food that they are producing is kept in a sanitized area. Through all the problems that the Kennedy family and Four Sisters Rice have endured in these past months, they have not only defeated, but surpassed completely. They have managed to turn this time in which the nation and world have become stagnant and employment has plummeted, 
to a time of massive growth and opportunity for them and their employees. In the case of the Moss family, we can see the same type of resilience against the status quo in this pandemic. With Moss, we see a company built from the back of a longtime industry leader, Bob Moss, and then scaled to become one of the biggest construction companies in South Florida and the country by his son, Scott Moss. To put it into perspective, Moss is becoming a household name in South Florida, just like Henry Flagler and Julia Tuttle once were. Yet there is so much about that name that has changed because of how they have run their business. It's not their name, it's the employees. It's the way that they have run their business since the beginning. They find the most skilled individuals, the hardest working and talented in the industry, and they trust them. They allow those people to thrive in their field and hire for their own and innovate without the weight of bureaucracy. It is in their company concept to build the exceptional. They know that the only way to build the exceptional is innovating. Innovation implies to try new things and sometimes make mistakes, but always learn. They know that and they embrace it. They give those employees the support to sometimes fail, but always learn and innovate because of it. It is the ambition to innovate, create, and support as a family that keeps Moss moving forward at an unstoppable pace. And that is exactly why, in this time of a pandemic, they don't back down or become frightened. They innovate. They make sure to back up their most valued resource, their employees. They express the value that they have to them and reinforce the pride that they have in their company through public campaigns. They build billboards and signs saying, yes, we built that. And they place the employees' faces on it. Not just the leadership, but the faces of the individual workers that constructed it. What a better time to recognize members of the team than now. What a better time to show their faces proudly close to their projects. They are also working on programs to better communicate and reach out to their employees to reinforce company culture and solidarity during this time and to make sure that they know that Moss is not just a company, but a team. It is because of this that they have been able to continue their projects, to have such a high working and motivated members, and to be able to redesign the whole Miami skyline. Similarly to the Kennedy family, they create a company culture that can endure the roughest of times and to turn it into an opportunity to strengthen the team instead of breaking it down. What I have seen from these two companies is something that you get to witness few and far between in the business world. People that care and believe despite the odds. It's what makes a leader so powerful. We need them most when things fall apart, in moments of crisis to bring us back together and fight harder. Leaders are made for this moment that we are living, in which the balance of the political and economic world seems so frivolous and groups of people are becoming isolated. Now is when more of us need to step forward. It is not the time to keep our heads low and go with the flow. We need to fight for a new normal, for new institutions, for new businesses, for new programs or outreach initiatives. We need to not just think about reinventing ourselves, but to implement it now when things are at its darkest, not when the waters calm down. Because if you wait until then, you will realize things changed. The people that were on top and waited will no longer be leaders and weren't truly ones to begin with. But instead, it is those that fought the storm that get to enjoy the calm. This is what I love about my agency, rdlb.nyc. Having the ability to work with families like these, giving them powerful concepts that help their companies grow, 
I feel proud not just to work with them, but to consider these two families part of my own.